Thank you for joining us on series finale, uh, the only podcast in America where three Boston comedians talk about the last episode of a show they've never even, even seen. seen. I'm Jack. I'm John Paul. And I'm Zach. And today we're here to tell you about the series finale to uh, a Netflix hit television series called 13 Reasons Why, right? And 13 yeah. Reasons Why is a teenage drama about um sex love and suicide i think or something like that i think it was about suicide and then they backed off that and it was just about mental health and therapy yeah and um it play it follows like some very dramatic characters and you know what i'll say about it uh what i'll say the show started off about suicide and you know Create the finale was about ninety minutes long, which would make anybody. It was longer than ninety minutes. It was a hundred minutes long. This is longer (laughs) than film. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was the longest finale. You were making a joke, but I couldn't even wait. I couldn't even allow you to finish the joke because you made me finish this horrible show. Which I want to get right off the bat. I could give a BSB, but what I'm going to say is about seventy minutes in, I was like. I think this show is just kind of about how awesome men are and how 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 good the world would be without women. <laughs> there are almost no women in this show. It might as well just be called Man Kisses. It's about man, it's about male friendship love, it's about male brother love, it's about father-son love, it's about mentorship male love. It's about romantic man-on-man homosexual <laughs> love. There is all sorts of male love in this show. And women almost never talk. Even the kid, Justin, who's like going to die, his dad is the power of the attorney. The mom is just there. There is almost no women in this show at any point. It's crazy. It is crazy how there are no women in this show. Well, they only had a hundred and hundred and eight minutes to fit women in. It just wasn't in the cards. Sorry. That's a really good point. That is a good point. <laughs> um, the there there is one woman who was dating the uh, guy who's dying. There's a guy in it who has AIDS. I'm assuming he's like seventeen with like full blown AIDS. Ju- and- ca- the character's name is Justin Foley. And he apparently contracted HIV when he was homeless doing sex work and, and doing intravenous Intr- drugs. Intravenous drugs, which the doctor announces to them very inappropriately, in my opinion. When she let them know that he was dying from AIDS, she's like, well, yes, during his homeless periods where he was having um, male partners for money and doing drugs. He, oh, by the way, it's AIDS now and he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's so she, rude she opens the clipboard and she says uh yo he got aids yo and then she closes it again <laughs> so they show though it does have one female character who's dating the guy who's dying 
Justin. And, uh, Justin. And it talks about when he dies, there's like a little voiceover of like, people, grief is hard and grief is so difficult and people don't know how to deal with it. And uh, the the one woman in the show, they do allude to the way that she grieved it was um, she started sleeping with somebody else, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> but she didn't tell the guy until at, like then the end, they go get AIDS test together. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I wasn't really worried because he was always like using protection. <laughs> And, but it was like you still boned the guy before you told him to get the AIDS test. <laughs> Maybe they just did hand stuff, you know. <laughs> she, Maybe she was also. It was also such a stretch to say that the kid who was homeless and doing intravenous drugs and having sexual male sexual partners for money was a stickler for protection when he got home. I mean, what are the fucking chances? Even if he cleaned up his act, there's no freaking way he would have been like, we need to put a condom on right now. He would have. There are condom guys out there. I'm a big condom guy. I, I don't feel that You're it, it detracts from guy. the experience. Oh. No, I'm a big condom guy. <laughs> High five, dog. High five, Zach, Jack. That was so good. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Dude, but... Are, mag- are magnums illegal in situate? <laughs> Can you get pulled over and arrested for having a box of those on the on the passenger seat? If you do, then they know you're not a resident, so you can't get the cheap beach sticker. <laughs> this type of razzing right here, though, would not fly on 13 Reasons Why. Because this show alludes to the final episode shows us uh, there was probably a bully at some point who made fun of all these kids. And that's why they all started dying. And one actually committed murder. Um, Right? Tyler. Dude, a kid committed murder and no one is worried about like having them punished. (laughs) Some kid is dead. And then at one point who I think is his dad is a cop. He's like relieved when the chief is like, hey, man. Put those files in the basement. That case is closed. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all because he was like a bad (laughs) 14-year-old. He's like a – I think he did rape a girl though. Yeah. You know what? Tyler Tyler shows up on the show in like ghost form, some kind of psychological ghost form to talk about some of the the psychological torment that he's inflicted on some of these characters. And he does casually toss out the fact that he – has raped people it's so bizarre the writing for this show is so strange to me and that it's trying to tackle these like big serious issues but it's doing it like so poorly that it seems like it must be some kind of gag (laughs) it really is i realized i hate teen drama i I never watched teen drama because when i was a kid i was like into sitcoms so i skipped from like Disney Channel, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, just into sitcoms. Like I used to love the George Lopez show as a kid. I, as, if you would watch teen dramas, you have mental problems. To be honest with you, your brain is not good. I, I don't think you should. You should like that should be a test. You don't even need the SAT. The SAT should be one question. Do you watch teen drama? Yes. No. You can't go to college. It's over. The brain is just. There's not much but, to it. But. What about the OC? 
the OC was juicy enough. I never watched it, but I guess I could see it was okay. You you I, love no, the first pathetic. you love the first episode though. I don't know that I loved it. You did. I certainly didn't love how you watched it while we were driving on the highway. <laughs> This is a show that, from the beginning, courted controversy. And I love a daring show like this. I love a show that is not afraid to depict crazy shit. Like, I like Ryan Murphy shows. They're crazy. He courts controversy. They're bad, but in, like, a fun way. And this is a show that courted controversy from the very, be- controversy from the very beginning. The first season is about a character named Hannah who commits suicide and leaves tapes behind detailing 13 reasons why the suicide existed, or why she committed suicide. And this is this garnered a lot of controversy about a show that some people said was lionizing, and what do you call it? They, uh, that they are, um, what's that thing where you like, make something look appealing? Martyrdom. Uh, it's no. the, like they were romanticizing teen suicide. Romanticizing, yeah. Um, there were some some people said that teen suicides went up, like you know, ironically, thirteen percent. Uh, and uh, eventually, Netflix edited the first season finale to remove a suicide scene from the show. Really? Yeah. They what did, did she do? They they edited a scene where she slit her wrists. They edited Ooh, that out gross. of the show. I hate that. I, I, I prefer hanging. If somebody's going to kill themselves, please. <laughs> well, I, I say don't do it at all. You know, get help. But, I mean, hey, maybe, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're going to show it on a television show, please show it in a hanging form. I don't want to see blood. I could say the softest ones to show are uh, are someone who takes a pills while listening to music and goes to sleep in, or maybe in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, steps off the edge of a building, but we don't get to see the hit. We just hear car alarms several seconds later. That's an easy one to do. <laughs> that is an easy one. That one I can handle. Um, there is a visceral reaction to the idea of someone like cutting into their flesh. So it does. It yeah, I don't like that. Disturbing. I think the other one, the decent one, is like the the dozing off in the car with the with the car on, like in uh, office space. The monoxide situation. Yeah, yeah. Like the Weird Al Yankovic's parents. Thing. Yeah, Weird Al's parents style. Well, they. Uh, we should be clear. They did not commit suicide. <laughs> you don't know that, though. That we know of. <laughs> what? Why would they both do it? Dude, I could you imagine? Everybody thinks your son is a joke. Everybody thinks your son is just a freaking a nerd loser. Just, I, I will say that Hank Hill takes a lot of shots at Weird Al Yankovic. Really? I didn't That's know that. True. That's true. As you're watching King of the Hill, Zach, I've watched it kind of recently myself. I When I watch it as I'm older, I find that Hank is, uh, I find Hank to be a poor father. I think Bobby is an incredibly likable, rambunctious, unique personality that Hank is constantly trying to bash that out of him. Dude, I agree 100%. Some people like to say, oh, the older I get, the more I agree with Hank. That boy ain't right. That boy is totally right. There's like <laughs> Bobby is popular. He's well liked by his peers. He's he's expressive with his emotions. There's an episode where he wants to be a husky model, or he finds out he's husky, and then when he go to the plus size clothing store, they try and get him the model. And Bobby gets really into being a plus size model. And Hank is so caught up 
in his idea of what it means to be plus size and how Bobby will be bullied that he doesn't want Bobby to pursue his passion because of like other kids bullying him. I think Bobby's a great kid. I totally agree with you. I think Bobby is destined for success no matter what he does. I worry about Bobby though once he gets to high school. This is all middle school stuff because if with anything I found I've if I learned anything from 13 Reasons Why it is that high school is the hardest thing ever. <laughs> That's what they say. The kid has a graduation speech and he talks about how high school you can barely get through it and sometimes all day only bad things happen. <laughs> Dude, when I was like 9 or 10 years old, this the the trope of the show is that people get so caught up in their emotions that they just can't. They either run away or like <laughs> or I, there's a great scene at Justin's funeral. The girl that was involved with him, she just has like a complete breakdown. Also at Justin's funeral, someone gets up to talk and they they just can't. They just can't. Their emotions are so strong that they just shut down. When I was Dude. like nine or ten, I would have thought that was the most cool thing in the world. And now I'm like, these people are fucking morons. <laughs> Dude, I mean, even worse is at one point, like the see, there's one part where they're like. They're in the hospital, and the kid is sick as hell, and he's gonna die. And they let him. They let the kid's friend know. Clay. And he's like, "Yeah, he's Clay." They're like, "Clay's, Clay, Clay, your friend's gonna die." I hate it. And he runs. He (laughs) runs out of the hospital for like what seems like miles, (laughs) and he's running. And then he finally gets to the police station, and he tries to do a little suicide by cop situation. Oh, go into this. This is such an interesting scene. This is such an inappropriate scene. To (laughs) this scene was disturbing to me. This scene, this scene is actually I find kind of offensive. Yes. Because, you know, there is this idea of suicide by cop that's out there now. And it does seem to be something that exists. And whatever would push somebody to that would be like truly, I can't even imagine what that person's going through to try and to have to put themselves in that situation. It's truly like such a strange phenomenon in the world that like, I don't even think a television show, it should be a documentary that tries to (laughs) tackle it. And instead, 13 Reasons Why has this little, like, sad white kid, like, run in (laughs) and, like, try and show, like, I don't know. It just was disturbing to me. I got a gun. I really did. I got a gun. Yes, I got a gun. (laughs) And nobody does anything. Dude, after he, 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 like, does this, he puts tons of people in mortal danger, and that's it. He just walks away after. Yes, because yeah, they're like we understand. We understand what you were going through, son. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was offensive. You're right. It was offensive. I'm not like. It, I mean, it's just so badly done. And you know, you would think that this would be the focus of the episode, but they never mention it again. Dude, this show goes. He's this giving show... a graduation speech 36 hours later. <laughs> This show had so many ending moments, and it just refused to stop. <laughs> yeah, like you would think like when Justin passes from his sudden onset AIDS, uh, that <laughs> that, uh, that would be a great moment to stop the show. And that, it does right. cut Dude, to black. Dude, and it was just getting started It goes at to that black point. for like three seconds, and you're like, oop, oop, 
Uh, no, no, we were still in it. Yeah, that was that. Like that, there was like the hospital. Like you could have finished it in the hospital when the kid dies and everybody says their goodbyes. The next scene, right? Um, the funeral. He, tr- the funeral. You could have finished it at the funeral when everybody says their goodbye. Oh nope. They 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 all the kids bury some tapes and they all say their goodbyes. You could have finished it there. Nope, nope. He's got to read a letter. He's got to read a letter that was sent to him by the dead kid. He could have finished there. It just like would not stop. It's such a piece of shit. <laughs> it is a huge dookie stain on the face of America's underpants. It's a dookie stain on the face of this podcast. <laughs> It was funny though, right when I saw how long it was, I did laugh and think about how pissed Zach was gonna be. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. This is I think this is the longest show that we've ever done. We've done like Firefly, which would be similar length, but not quite this long. Yeah. Oh yeah, Firefly at least two was like there was an essence of a story that kept escalating. One great point, Jack, you make with this idea of there were so many instances they could have ended it was that none of it tied together. Like, the fact that that kid died didn't make the graduation higher stakes. It was just shifting focus from different people in wrapping up loose ends, which is why I hate TV that becomes excessively long. Because, like, a movie, there's a reason for it to be that long. Things are always progressing, and they're heightening, and there's a rising action and a falling action. When you do a TV finale that breaks 60 minutes... It's just like going around on a carousel. Like it's not a roller coaster, it's a carousel. And carousels should be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think so too, but it actually did remind me of sort of um a time I had a, a friend pass away in high school. Oh, I you sort of You went through yeah. something similar to this show? I went through something just as dramatic as this, if not more dramatic. <laughs> When I was in high school, my buddy passed away from boofing. (laughs) We had all been partying one night and drinking beers through our anuses. Lancey No Pants was our most fun friend. He never wore pants and always got the party started. Lancey No Pants? Yeah. (laughs) But one night, the party got out of control and Lancey No Pants tried to chug a 40 ounce of malt liquor in his butt. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> he successfully chugged it and everyone was so happy but that day he died the next morning Ooh. from a- anal asphyxiation <laughs> his butt choked on its own poop <laughs> very tragic our very large friend group was not the same our very large friend group was not the same. The gay ones cried a lot and dyed their hair. The closeted ones threatened suicide. And the girls in the friend group found new men to have sex with. <laughs> For me, though, it changed things. I became an activist overnight. And I organized boofing 5Ks around the country to teach kids and parents <laughs> to teach kids and parents how to butt chug responsibly. <laughs> the company was shut down, though, after I tried to bring the boofing 5K to Uganda to find Coney. 
But instead, Coney captured me and forced me to butt chug until I died. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's so it was sad. Tough. Yeah, it was really sad. But my, my friend would have been proud of me for going to Uganda. Lancey, no pants. <laughs> Dude, I crazy to hear that because I actually went through a similar situation where I had sort of a really dramatic time in high school with a no yeah way. with with really? a death and everything. When I was going to high school, I was a bit of an outcast. At the time, one of the coolest things to do was to listen to cool music like Limp Bizkit and Britney Spears. But my interests did not align with that stuff. I really loved anime. And even well into high school, I really liked playing with action figures, parentheses, my guys, parentheses. <laughs> the, an- the animes I liked were Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Berserk, Roroni Kenshin, and All Hentai. It was hard to make friends when you walked around with anime and your Trapper Keeper, and I was bullied and beat up and mocked on a daily basis. I was extremely depressed and considering taking the easy way out when I met Elias. Elias, like me, lived on the West Coast, but was from the East Coast. We formed a quick friendship, spending time at each other's houses, playing together uh, playing together in the park, watching TV, and mo- watching movies, and generally having a good time. My friendship with Elias made high school much more bearable, and I came out of my shell and began to express myself more freely. Elias had changed my life for the better, so I was devastated when at the end of my senior year, I learned that Elias had committed suicide. He had wanted a quick and easy death, so he had jumped off the Capitol Records building, but unfortunately hit several RC helicopters on the way down, breaking his fall and causing him to suffer for hours before finally succumbing to his injuries. This devastated me, but most of, but most of the other kids in school were fine because they didn't think much of Elias. At the funeral, Elias's mother gave me four cassette tapes, they were titled The Four Reasons Why. I was nervous to listen to them, to finally hear what had pushed my good friend to end it all. I started to listen to the first tape, and it turned out the four reasons why were the four inches of his penis. On the tapes, <laughs> Elias explained that he was from Situate, Massachusetts, a town where all people with oh penises were born with extremely small ones. This was hereditary trait, and there was no way anyone from the area of Situate could have a penis that was any kind of respectable size. The four, te- the, four, the four tapes were each one-hour-long rants about how a small penis had affected his life and how people at the bathhouses had exposed him after he had, had right-wing rants. Sometimes mm-hmm. I still think about Elias. I still think about Elias like during times like maybe when I see the little nub at the bottom of a balloon or maybe when I notice <laughs> the tiny little stem that comes out of a car tire. These things make me think of Elias, but I'm not exactly sure why. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's very sad. Also, it is actually really sad. I'm about to I'm about to run off I and all... threaten the cops. I'm so sad. <laughs> what a bad scene. What a truly horrendous scene. Can you imagine editing this and thinking, "Yeah, we'll keep that in." <laughs> so stupid. Um I had a similar situation where the death of a classmate cast a negative shadow over our graduation. One of our best buds, Tiny, died during senior week. Tiny had always been big-boned and got really into the health at any size movement during freshman year of high school when he ran for student council member at large. Did he run? Member at large meant that he represented all classes. However, Tiny took the role seriously and interpreted the at-large title (laughs) to mean that he had to be the physically fattest person in the school. (laughs) 
tiny eight and eight. He wasn't really that fun at lunch at school because he didn't have time to talk in between bites during our only 23-minute lunch. But every day after school, Tiny took the boys out for milkshakes at IHOP. He had a strict diet in order to keep gaining weight and had to eat daily, daily milkshakes. He was a lot of fun. Eventually, Tiny had ballooned up to 785. Oh, my man. God. Senior year, he was unable to attend most of our classes and had to become the original Zoom student. But he planned to come in for senior week so that we could do our costume design as big black and Rob. We were all going to be little Robs and Tiny was going to be big black. The only problem was Tiny was white. But he demanded he had to be big black because he felt that big black was the only obese celebrity who was seen for his personality and not just his obesity. On his way into school, Tiny died of a heart attack. As he lay down to rest, his final words were, please do not politicize my death. <laughs> However, Tiny, Tiny had become an active hero on the Fat Twitter, and Fat Twitter came to support Tiny at our graduation. The Chestboro Baptist Church came to protest their graduation, saying that the school did not do enough to accommodate fat students. And as, as the students and their families tried to enter the gymnasium, the Chestboro Baptist Church blocked the entrance with their large, heavy members. Finally, a riot broke, a riot broke out, and when one of the Chestboro Baptist Church members fell on a seven-year-old asphyxiating them graduation was canceled damn dude is the chestboro baptist church like a group on twitter or something no i made them that's really funny did the the chestboro baptist baptist church have to um redact their positive statements about tiny when they saw that he was doing blackface when he died no, um, it was like it was kind of controversial because Tiny, he had done the body but not the face, so people, people like couldn't really decide if that was like okay or not. I have a feeling that people could decide. <laughs> Wait, that was sad though when Big Black died. I I love that show, Robin Big. I, I was. We disappo- gotta do it for the for the for the Patreon. We if, if you listen to this and you haven't, you check out our sister podcast, sister, series pilots on Patreon at patreon.com slash series finale. Yeah, please do check that out. Um, what else happened in Thirteen Reasons Why? Well, what did one you guys of the things think? I wanted to talk about was um, was a big name actor was a part of the show in a role. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise. Gary yeah. Sinise, French the troops. The according to the alt right, he's the only non he's the only non pedophile in Hollywood. He uh, why Gary Sinise? Gary, Gary Sinise like helps the troops, so the so he's like the good Hollywood actor according to right wing psychos. Um, he plays Cole's uh, lawyer, and uh, the show tackles therapy with the same sort of insane vigor that it attacks everything else, like during this therapy session between Cole and Gary, which we'll listen to right here. What the hell? Screw you. There we go. I was worried we'd have Mumbles McGee for the whole session. What, what the fuck is this? A tough love? Some, some shit like that? 
why did Hannah's mother send you the tapes? Why do you and Tony feel so responsible for Tyler? Why did your graffiti say Monty was framed? Why do you care? Because I care about you. You care about a paycheck. You think I only care because I'm paid to? Would you want to see me and my parents stop paying the bill? If you needed me. You're bullshit! What are you really asking, Clay? I'm not asking anything. I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking fed up. Well, good. Why? Because, because none of this fucking matters, okay? If Justin is dead, then none of the rest of it matters! How could he let it happen? How could he let himself get sick like that? He, we, it would have been so easy to save him. Maybe deep down he didn't think he was worth saving or worth loving. But Jessica loved him and my, my, my parents did and I did. But what if there was some part of him from a long time ago that couldn't let himself be loved? That couldn't let himself be cared for? That makes no sense. Really, Clay? You can't imagine a kid who keeps secrets from the people who love him most? A kid who won't let himself be cared for? Fuck you. None of it matters! <laughs> oh, so bad, dude. It's every cliche that you could possibly think of. I think that, I mean, it's embarrassing to me to think that the writers in that room, like, are given paychecks. This is th why this, should, this this show is an algorithm, <laughs> you know. It's so it's basically every cliche ever about teenagers in a drama, and then they just spit out. They just dookied on a piece of paper. Like like the writers for the show should be embarrassed. Okay, in my opinion, I got a I got a thing for you guys to do. I went and did some research, and I I looked up on, on an article on Cinema Blend about the most controversial moments in the show's history. I'm going to read them out to you guys, and what I want is to get your guys' thoughts, all right? Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. I like this. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently there's been a lot, and, and you, it's okay. So uh, this controversy was in an earlier season. Uh, as a coping strat. Oh, I know. Here we go. The finale of the second second season of 13 Reasons Why culminated with two incredibly controversial moments. The first being Tyler Downs' assault scene that happens at a completely surprising section of the episodes. It starts as a violent instance of bullying by Jock Monty toward Tyler in the bathroom with some other teens on the baseball team. It comes right after Tyler has had positive experience at a wilderness, at a wilderness camp and ready to turn a new leaf at Liberty High. He is then held down and assaulted with a broomstick. With I'm sorry, the mop stick. No, I'm no. dead serious. I am. I am to quote the NYC folks, dead ass. Whoa. <laughs> Tyler. Paul. Tyler is assaulted sexually in a scene with a mop handle. Damn, John Paul. Wow. Did your wrestling team write this show? <laughs> <laughs> I did fail to mention that uh, that it was nothing but alumni from the Westlake Warriors wrestling team of 2001 <laughs> that were writing this show. Uh, my high school did have a high-profile uh, investigation into extreme sexual hazing by the wrestling team when I was in school. Jesus. Which we've mentioned numerous times on this podcast. Right. Yeah, I just want to keep everyone updated. Um, 
All right, the next controversy. As a coping strategy for his violent assault, Tyler decides to show up to Liberty High with assault weapons he had secretly had in his possession all season. Tyler texts Mackenzie to warn her of his plans, which she then alerts Clay. Clay then orders the other students to not call the police, and he finds Tyler and talks him down from initiating a school shooting at the dance. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> 13 what Reasons Why was under fire for the sequence, perhaps condoning Clay's behavior in an active si- shooter situation. That's so stupid. It's so <laughs> crazy dumb. <laughs> I They get a lot. They're big into violence. Yeah. I think it's also funny that like Clay, I assume, is the one who is murdered. And he's he like assaulted the boy with the broomstick. No, well, Clay it's, is the character that we're watching in this show. Oh, and he's the one who assaulted. He's the, the one guy we just the heard broomstick? the clip of. He Clay Aiken. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who assaulted Dude, um, Tyler was named Monty. Monty. Monty must be the one who gets murdered later on in the show. Maybe that's he's what the it ghost. Is. I think. It's also just so funny how like you were supposed to just be like, oh, Monty. He deserved to be dead. He's a 15-year-old. <laughs> He's a 15-year-old. <laughs> you know. 13 Reasons Why Troubled Past with the Topic of School Shootings continued this season in Episode 6 when Liberty High School issues a code red lockdown for an active shooter situation. The scared students are asked to immediately take shelter and face the possibility of death as gunshots and door handle rattles make the episode intense until the characters and audience find out the whole thing was an elaborate drill. Blanks were fired. Alex has a panic attack and Clay is subsequently admitted into a mental institution. (laughs) (laughs) This show is so bad, dude. I mean... It's like Sesame Street would have is a more appropriate place to do an active shooter style like <laughs> awareness show. Uh, they would handle I mean, it with more grit. We don't need active shooter awareness style TV. This comes back to John Paul's point about not wanting to watch like poor people on TV because he likes escapism. We all did active shooter drills. We don't need it on TV. We got it at school. Like I, I ne- that's why I never messed around with teen dramas. Why do I need to see like that played out on TV? You know, it's disrespectful. You know what's interesting though? I think it's maybe like t- teenage drama shows. They've like when I was growing up, the big teenage drama point would be that the student, one of the students, was gay. That was like three seasons <laughs> right there. That was it. You know, that was like okay, that's that's a fucking that's a show. We got a show now. That's like, poof, that's the first episode. Everyone's gay, right? <laughs> y- you got it. Or the second episode is one kid is not gay and he feels bad about you, it and he's trying to experiment <laughs> to see if he can. Right. But now, like, they've run out of, you know, they just got to keep one-upping things to keep it interesting. So it's like, of course, we've the show takes place over two years and they have three active shooters. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> You kids have getting, to keep outdoing yourself. Kids are murdering. The kids are getting <laughs> yes. murdered. There's like t- he's talking about an active shooter. He's he's trying to commit cop suicide. <laughs> he's got AIDS. There's a teenage kid who <laughs> dies from AIDS. That was another thing. That was the other controversy. Was that um, that uh, Justin 
has this, you know, his HIV progresses to AIDS in like an insanely, in such a short time that it like only was done for drama. I mean, it's insane. You don't think that's possible? I, from what I researched, it is. It would be possible, but very unlikely. Like very unlikely. Like you, from what I when I researched, it many a lot of cases from HIV to AIDS with no treatment, HIV will progress to AIDS over a period of like seven to ten years. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's insane that the likelihood of him getting it is like pretty freaking low. Yeah, and I think I mean so it's it's just this this would be very unlikely. I think it's technically mm. possible, but very unlikely. the The likelihood of getting HIV is not necessarily very low. One in two African American males in the United States will develop HIV by fifty. No. Yeah, gay, gay. Oh, okay. Not just just total. Let me double check to make sure I'm correct about that. But I remember seeing that a while That's ago. That's pretty amazing. I thought it was. I, I figured it'd be less than that. But in certain parts of the country, it's extremely high. How did you feel about the obviously pr- the obvious product placement for prep? <laughs> I thought it was a little disgusting, capitalistic, you know, <laughs> Netflix bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is like interesting. I mean, the show just sucks. Ass. I also think it's hilarious. Like, it's it's so funny to me because again, it's like this over the top progressive show that's going to shine a light on like all these different problems that kids are facing. But it also still glorifies football to the point <laughs> that like it didn't realize that kids had moved on in 2012. You know, like. T- Football was like popular. Football's still popular, obviously, but like they, it is, it is in the backdrop of every single scene of this finale. The kids have their jerseys on. Yeah, the kids have their jerseys on at the funeral. They have their jerseys on in the waiting room of the hospital. They're constantly talking to their coach. They're like, (laughs) it's just so lame. He brings it up in his final letter to his friend. It's just like, I don't think that people, I don't think kids are like football's everything anymore. You know, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I thought that was, well, it depends on where they are. Right. Yeah, I guess like Texas, they probably are. This is California. I don't know how they feel about it out there. Mm. Yeah. I just what thought I- it was a little surprising to me. Like you mm. don't see people glorify football that much anymore. And this show was all about it. Like the, the, the costume designer, is just a huge football fan maybe they um but why didn't you love that jack as a football defender and former super bowl champ well i just feel like it's very it's it's unrealistic and maybe maybe these students had covid and they bought tom brady's vitamins and it cured them so they just have a love for football from tom brady's fake vitamins Tom Brady, they're not fake vitamins. I mean, it's about immune. It's definitely, it's fake about vitamins. immune. You know, bolstering up your immune system. It never is about destroying COVID. It's just like it's common sense. Vitamin D is good for you, and you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan probably he's all about it too. He That's likes true. bolstering up his immune system. And are you guys gonna go against Joey? 
No, I would never. Our friend. No, friend I... of the pod, Joe Rogan. <laughs> dude, I would never, dude. I would never. Guys, if you haven't heard Joe Rogan's podcast, it's great. Go check it out. <laughs> we like to support other podcasters. I know you listen to us, but if you listen to us, you can fit time. Just give Joe a shot. <laughs> Um, when I was like a child, I would like I love I I remember specifically when I was like seven or eight when I would play like pretend sort of games. I always like was fascinated by like these big drama moments in shows where people are like, you know, they get told bad news and they just like run away. Something about that really fascinated me when I was a child, and I thought that like one day when I was adult, I would have a lot of moments like that. You like the idea of like not being able to deal with. Like things, throwing it all away. Uh, I, I guess so. My my least favorite moment from this show was something when when the kid shows up to the hospital and refuses to go in. It's like my dad died in there, and then the other kid is like, "My dad also died in that hospital. You have to go in, dude." Dude, there's so much death for these kids. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, Vietnam has got you know shit why on these so kids. Much death, dude? No, there's so much death because men die earlier in the male life expectancy in America keeps falling. And this show is only about men. If they had some women, they'd have some people who live. If they made this show about lesbians, everyone would be living forever. AIDS Meanwhile, free. AIDS free. Yeah, yeah, nobody gets AIDS in the lesbian community. In, in the backdrop, meanwhile, there's just a murderer that's being protected by everyone. <laughs> The kid specifically says, I pushed him, even though he was injured, I pushed him over into the dock. That's because true. Because he said but... he was going to continue to make people's lives bad. So I killed him. But that kid is already dead. Who? The kid who said he pushed the, the pushed someone and murdered someone? That's like a phantom figure. That's not like a real guy. No. Yeah. Who? The guy in the purple Letterman jacket? No, no, th- there's the the guy who killed that dude is walking around in the show. Oh, yes, yeah, maybe I don't know. It's a fucking I don't pay attention for the whole thing. <laughs> dude, it's yeah, let's let's go around minutes. it. How much did you actually pay in att- pay attention to? I was playing games on my phone. Um yeah. mm-hmm. I did the dishes. <laughs> Nice. That's productive, dude. I was playing games on my phone. I mean, but I mean, I watched the whole thing. I did not like, I, I did, skip it. I did too. It was so long. Jack, I thought because out of tribute to how you watch previous teen dramas, you would have done it on the drive over to work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you? Unfortunately, I work only 30 minutes away, so I would have only been able to catch the first quarter of the show. <laughs> you would have had to do three trips. Let's do a me minute on um, 13 Reasons Why. That sounds like a great idea. All right, I'm stealing it. It's the easiest one. Hey, let's turn on 13 Reasons Why. I, I'm oh. oh, okay. I've got an add-on to that. Hey, let's turn on th- 13 Reasons Why. And then it's me waiting for SpongeBob to say, I, I'm going to head out. But he doesn't say anything. And then I walk over to okay. him and uh, I shake him. And he's not waking up. And then I look down and he slit his wrist. That's a sad one. Oh, yeah. all right. How about this one? Um, how about this one? It's uh, it's the guys are outside talking about how they can't go in the hospital because they've seen too much death. Who's sitting beside them on the steps? Bernie with his mittens. Oh, Bernie with the mittens. That's on. the easiest meme of all time. I forgot about Bernie with the mittens. 
Lisa Simpson telling an uncomfortable truth. TV shows and the world do not need women. <laughs> that is something that Lisa that that would really be co-opted against Lisa. I feel like. <laughs> um. Okay. Black Power Fist. Ooh, it's been a while. Black Power Fist. Um. Ooh, I don't. Re- I didn't. I just kind of thought of the meme first before I thought of the content. Okay. Okay. In the meme. Um. Black Power Fist. Um, shoving a broomstick up your friend's ass. <laughs> White Power Fist. Shoving a broomstick up your teammate's ass. What are they coming together over? It's assault either way. <laughs> That's a good one. That's true. That's a true meme. Well, and- I guess not. It's actually not assault if your friend laughs. Right? Yeah, it's well if he asks you to do it. <laughs> but what if they don't ask, but they do say I'm cool with it? It was a funny thing. Then that would be fine. But if they change their mind, that would be fine Ooh, too. Ooh, okay. You probably just shouldn't get engaged in that kind of conduct. <laughs> is what I would say. But then some people would say I'm kink shaming if I say that. So I, I don't know. All I'm gonna say is I'm not gonna be doing that to anyone anytime soon. Next time you come down here, we're gonna push you down and series finale is gonna stick a broomstick up your ass <laughs> i would hate that no, i would hate that too that. we wouldn't do that to you dude i um, will tell you what time it is though with the, my <laughs> penis over my wrist <laughs> would you uh, accept that yeah that's funny that's definitely funny okay cool <laughs> aoc in the suv rock driving aoc 13 reasons why aoc responds i don't know why not the rock looks back disgusted <laughs> amazing <laughs> Amazing. That's a good one. Um, okay, come on. 13. Oh, oh, I've got one. I've got one. This is Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. 13 Reasons Why Finale Edition. Um, the, the final scene is him reading a letter pointing at the... <laughs> Guy is dying from AIDS in the hospital. Pointing at them burying the the de- the the discs with all the recordings on it. Pointing at the funeral seat. Pointing at the coach giving his speech seat. <laughs> and they're all they're all saying "I am you." The end of the show. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. That was pretty meta, but I no, think it I was okay. Was, I liked it. Um. <clears throat> I thought I had one, but I, I forgot it when we no were doing all the Spider-Mans. So what's, uh, I think that's probably good, though, right? For uh, for a meme minute? Yeah. No, that was a good meme yeah, minute. Yeah, it was a good meme minute. I mean, unless we want to do it in the spirit of the show and do about 45 <laughs> and turn this into a seven-hour episode. Uh, no, I think that's that's probably pretty good. Why don't we do a Deepak <laughs> Chopra moment? What's the Deepak Chopra? My Deepak Chopra moment would be... Something um, we liked about the show. Something we liked about the show. My Deepak Chopra moment would be. Um, oh God, this I'll go, is I'll, a go, tough I'll do one. one. I'll do one. Um, I, I've got my one. Deep, my, I got one. My Deepak Chopra moment for the show was um, the burying of the tapes. I uh, I read this as in a show that I really didn't like. I read this as uh, a, a way to show that this that Hannah's suicide from season one 
still affected the characters years later, which I think is uh, a good message. Um, you know, we all know someone, people that have we've lost over the course of our lives, and it does still affect us even years later in ways, some small ways, some big ways. So I like acknowledging that on the show. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a total cop out, and that was them just saying, "Hey, Netflix, we're open to re." somebody finding the tapes and getting 13 reasons why season series two, you know, a reboot. That's a great point. That's a great point, Jack. We've talked a lot before. Did they know they were getting canceled? Yada, yada. But we've never, you've been, this is the first time we've ever brought up. They knew they were getting canceled and were fighting back. Selfish. A little selfish. people. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Um, I, they are selfish because they had 108 minutes to make a good show. <laughs> they don't need any more time. Deepak Chopra moment would have been. Um, I like the way the apartments were set up in some of the places. They looked like magazines. I liked it. That's my Deepak. Deepak Chopra moment for me. Something I liked about the show. The dad had a beard. I appreciated the dad's beard. <laughs> Because you don't see dads with full beards a lot. There's a lot of mustaches, there's a lot of goatees. And also, the dad with the full beard stood out at graduation where all of the boys were clean shaven, which was very surprising to me, not necessarily realistic, and a little jarring because the actors were definitely old enough to have beards because more than one of them had receding hairlines. <laughs> so, the dad's beard is my Deepak Chopra moment. Nice. <laughs> That's a good Deepak. All right, um, I'll be. Let's do a role play. Let's do a role play. That sounds good. I'll be. I'll be Cody, the ghost dead kid. Um, that was murdered. That was murdered in cold blood. I'll be the that doctor who tells everybody about sex work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be. Um, let's see. I'll be. Uh, fudge. I'll be uh, I'll be Tyler, the 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 attempted school shooter. Okay. Ooh, will somebody reopen the case? I wasn't, I didn't die from natural causes at sixteen. What'd you die from? A sex work incident? <laughs> uh, doctor, are you sure you should be talking about that while I'm in the room? Aren't there certain HIPAA regulations that prevent you from discussing. Uh, no, no, no. HIPAA <laughs> is like your medical history. Sex work is your work history. And that's totally public information. So you can just talk about maybe sexual things that have gone on in the past without any. Uh, no, uh, only if they've received money for it. I've never worked in the sex industry. I don't Well, you volunteered. <laughs> Jesus, doctor, why are you putting my past on blast? This is so nasty. You did that? That's disgusting, dude. Dude, it wasn't that bad. A lot of women need getting dicked down. Come on, brother. Doctor, could you 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 get the truth out of this guy, please? (laughs) I'm not a guy. I'm a ghost. No, you're a guy. I'm a ghost. Let's get the truth out of this guy. Come on, doctor. I know. All right. How many how women are getting paid? Cody. How many women are paying for sex? How many? Um. Well, I do. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Bob Kraft, would you call him a woman? <laughs> I, I would. I would. 
but I did I did just want to include that he is paying. So I, I wouldn't, wanted to throw that out. I there. don't think he would ever need to pay for it because he's so charming. Um, I'm his medical doctor, so I I do know for a fact that he does. You're not supposed to say that. That is against HIPAA. That's like that was against HIPAA. Again, <laughs> you can reveal that someone is your patient. And you can reveal <laughs> that they either pay for or have been paid for. Where did you? But you can't. Where did you go to school, doctor? Where did I go to school? I went to the uh, medical college of Barbados. <laughs> That's true, man. She came to the school. We thought all about medicine. Tyler, I videotaped that and I put that on the school forum. You are going down. No! 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 <laughs> Grab a, get, oh no! <laughs> everyone, need, everyone, get on the fucking ground! <laughs> He's got a gun. Ooh. All right, I'll suck. I'll suck him off. Okay, I'll pay you twenty nope. bucks to do that. Okay, then I can go public with this to the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you give the show? Oh man, I give uh, Thirteen Reasons Why finale. I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give it a one point five. It is almost irredeemable. There are like two good things in over an hour and a half of screen time. Very bad. I wanted to give it a negative because I've previously given out a 0.0, but I'm going to give it a 1.0 because it is funny to me how there were no women in the show. (laughs) I've like never seen anything like that. So I will give them points for like pulling something off. I don't think it was a good idea. But it was definitely bold. Yeah. Um, I, this show's a two. I mean, no, no. This show's a one. Especially the finale. To be honest, like, the earlier seasons might have been, like, at least interesting. Or bold, like Zach says. But it is a very flat finale. And it is very boring as fuck. So, a finale alone, a, a one, a zero. And then uh, the show might have been better. I don't know. All right. Well... Right. Thank you very guy. much. Oh, hell yeah. 13 Reasons Guy. <laughs> Good night, America. Good night. Good night, everybody.